What up, everybody? Welcome to the uh, Man Cave Podcast. Got Brandon to my left, Dan here. How's it going, B? You ready? Pretty good. Uh, I, I am. I am right. ready. All right. We got uh, sitting across from us, Mr. Chris Wiener, Chippewa Valley Paranormal Investigators. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite time of the year? Your busiest time of the year? Most definitely. Busiest. I, I, I just don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Head spinning like the like the chick in the exorcist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you because we're actually recording this uh, remotely on a on a location at a location in in Chippewa Falls here, and uh, it's the now the Brass Lantern. Correct. Correct. It's changed names a couple times. A few times. A few yeah. times uh, over the years here. So uh, before we get into why we're here, I know we've talked in the past. We've done some stuff in the past here, but. Kind of a refresher, a little bit on, on your background here. Um, you know, you have written a few books. I've written a few books. You've I've been, been on TV a few times. A few times. <laughs> You've done a few investigations. I have. Uh, all that stuff, but... With you, even. Yes. At the mousetrap. Right. right. Yeah. Remember that the lady that walked into the bathroom, completely horrified with you, me, and Megan... Or not uh, Megan. Taylor. And, and Morgan, uh, wasn't it? Meredith. Meredith. Yeah, that's right. Four of us in the bathroom. And somebody walks in. <laughs> <Which I is. laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty scary, for, at least for that person. Yeah, exactly right. So, I still find your story about how you your first one. And I know you just did an interview on QW. Like that still gives me the creeps. And I was telling Brandon about it uh-huh. uh, before we left. But I want you to tell it uh, again. Your first experience. I think it was your first one. Well, right? it was first my first shared experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Back in the day, uh, my best friend and I used to run like 12 miles a day, which, you know, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I don't, I don't run anymore. That's yeah. just completely <laughs> unnecessary. If you see me running, you better run faster than me because <laughs> there's something wrong. But anyway, um, we were running through the park that night, or Irvin or Irvine or Irvin, whatever, you yeah. want, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Uh, running through Irvin Park that night, and it was, um, I don't know, we were just running, and all of a sudden we came upon this apparition of a man, and... and Neither one of us said anything to each other. We just kind of stared at it for, we guess, like about a minute, minute and a half. And then we just started running again. And never said anything to each other. Uh, you know, partly because we're guys. We don't say stuff to each other. Right. But, <laughs> but, but two, it, it was just like we didn't want to be the crazy one. And so years later, after I met my first wife and started doing the actual investigation part of this and the research part of this, uh, we were on the phone and he was like, Hey, Chris, why are you doing this? I say, you, you remember that night in the park? And he's like, oh, yeah, that ghost. I'm like, oh, oh good, you saw it too. <laughs> I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. So then we started doing some research into it. Come to find out there was a 75-year-old gentleman who took his life on that very spot that we had saw this apparition. Oh, my God. So, you know, not only did we now have this, this uh, experience, but we had a corroborating story saying, hey, this is why you saw this guy. And so that really fueled my fire. And I mean, just basically why we're here today. I mean, right. otherwise, I would have no interest. That's what I was going to ask you, too. Like, is that what got you interested? Because, you know, rewind that even before that. Did you have any type of interest in this? or? Well, I mean, I'd seen things, you know, a few times before that in my life. Mm-hmm. But it was always, you know, by myself. Maybe I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my parents always poo-pooed it. You know, they were like, you're just, you know, it's your imagination or it's demons or, you know, right. whatever. And I was just like, okay, no, 
Uh, but then after that, and then and my first wife and I, when we first met, we just kind of ghost kind of our thing. Mm -hmm. And then when we started doing research, and started looking into it. Uh, yeah, we, it was just like, okay, cool. Let's you know, let's do this. And the, and the shared story just drove me even further. So mm -hmm. it was it was pretty awesome. What drove you to start your organization? What you, was the main reason? To find answers to help other people. I mean, that was really up until that point. That's why we were doing it anyway. Was like people would come to us. I mean, because okay, let's back that up even a little bit further. So after my first daughter was born. Um, she was having experiences in the house that we were living in. And so I reached out to another guy, Troy Taylor, who uh, has kind of been like a mentor for me over the years. Uh, I reached out to him and said, hey, I, I have this problem. What do, you, what do you think? And he said, well, do this, do this. And he, he led me to his book as well. And uh, I was like, cool, uh, this is awesome. And we started investigating. Come to it, it really opened my eyes as to the things that you could. And this was like the mid '90s, way before Ghost Hunters ever started. Right. You know, um, but then, you know, fast forward what ten years, and all of a sudden the, the paranormal is huge. You have mm -hmm. Ghost Hunters and Ghost Brothers. And, yep. <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's. Uh, you know, let's form a group. I mean, it's now socially acceptable, right. you know, air quotes, uh, that it's like, let's do this. And so we grabbed a whole bunch of other like-minded people and, and formed our group. And it's been uh, it's been a pretty cool adventure for the most part. Yeah. Uh, as I kind of said in the intro, you've written a few books. I, yep. uh, you've been on a few shows, like Travel Channel shows uh, yep. uh, over there, too. We so. uh, one. One on haunted, well, easy for me to say. Uh, one on, at that time, was the animal planet mm -hmm. called The Haunted. Uh, and then I, we were also on a show on Destination America called, uh, holy cow, why am I driving a blank? Oh, Monsters and Mysteries in America. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, so, and we did two episodes of The Haunted, one of the monsters, but yeah, we I've, I've kind of gone away from that a little bit. It, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't like the the limelight as much. You know, it, it's kind of, I'm, even though we're here now and I was on WQOW, I'm, I'm more of a private person <laughs> outside. I really don't like yep. uh, all the attention, but, uh, but, but it was a fun experience. Right, exactly. So uh, you've also do the tours in Chippewa Falls, downtown to uh, Chippewa Falls. Most definitely. This is year 17. Technically, it's year 16 because we took a year off for COVID. Right. Uh, but that was actually a, a pretty fortunate uh, happening for me anyway, just because I needed that year off uh, for, for medical reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it worked out well. Right. So when I reached out, because Brandon and I actually were doing a uh, podcast from Blue Marble for Oktoberfest. Oh, cool. And we were upstairs, and we're like, God, this is really creepy, dude. You know, like... I was actually kind of envious, because I saw you guys up there. Yeah. I was like, oh, because I actually know Heather. Yep. And I'm like, 
I've never been up there. What, what the heck? I've <laughs> never seen anyone up there either. Right? Dan, Dan had the connection. Yeah, so I, we were up there. I mean, it's bigger than what you'd think, too. Oh, yeah. It's like a wide open space. There's like these old 1950s bikes up there. I'm like, I'm just imagining them pedaling by themselves up there and all that <laughs> stuff. And she's got Halloween decorations up there already. Really? And we were talking like, oh, you know, I was like, Brandon, would you ever want to do one from somewhere that's haunted and i didn't have to really convince you no, too much i'm open-minded I'm, yeah, yeah and that's where i it. thought of you you know right away and i'm like oh, i'm gonna have to reach out i know somebody i know somebody you so, got a guy. uh i reached out to to you and you know you chose this was one of the locations that this, was this is one of my favorites so and that's what you said and that's what i'm really kind of curious about so because it used to be called ghost it was Irvine Ghost Pub at okay. one point, and yep. before that it was just Irvine Bar, and before that it was like Dan and Shelley's Irvine Bar. Um, so this place is notoriously haunted. It was haunted even before. There, so there was a there was a murder here that happened. Uh, I, I can't remember the exact. It was eighty five or eighty six, uh, but the owner was was murdered upstairs. Okay. Uh, but even before that happened, this place was known as a, is haunted. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, it's sad that right here, there, there used to be stairs that went upstairs right here, and that there was the the classic uh, lady in white that would walk up a, a fl- not, non-existent flight of stairs to get up to the okay. second floor here. Okay. So... Um, I've never seen that, although I have gotten like the heebie-jeebies right there, like like mm-hmm. I'll get the goosebumps, and I'm like, I felt that there. I've never seen it, but I've had other people tell me that they've seen her. Okay. So, uh, and then over at the bar over there, um, at the very corner of the bar, uh, is where the former owner used to sit, and people say that he will like let you know that you're sitting in his spot. I mean, he's like the Sheldon of the past. You know, you're in my right. spot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and he'll... he'll Big Bang Theory, if anybody doesn't get that. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll he'll just stare at you, or he'll tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, you're in my spot. And get up. So, no kidding. Yeah. That's insane. So, what can you say of some of the stuff that you've experienced here? Or? Oh, yeah, I, okay. yeah. Absolutely. So, I for one, so one night we were here, uh, and most of my team was down in the base. Well, I shouldn't say most. I was three of my t- team were down in the basement, and we all had we had radios going on. And all of a sudden, uh, the one one investigator was was keyed in from the basement. And all of a sudden, you hear this loud slap. Like, what the heck was that? And we all went downstairs, and my one investigator was sitting on the one side. And he's like cradling his face. He pulls his hand out. He's got this like long red mark on his face and said he'd been slapped. And so the other investigator that was in the room with him, and and I've actually talked to him about this, so he's not going to take offense to this, but he's a bigger guy, okay? Mm -hmm. And there's no way that he got up, went across the room, slapped him, and then went back and sat back down crisscross applesauce on the other side of the room in the amount of time that it took us to get down there. He's like, there's, yeah, there's no way that happened. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, there's always, I, I shouldn't say this because the, the guy that I'm talking about is dead now. <laughs> but, I mean, it was always the possibility that he could have faked it, you know, and whatever. I mean, there's people want their own notoriety or whatever. But, um, 
he had that mark on his face. Well, it was only about an inch long after afterwards, but he had a mark on his face for an entire week. Oh, wow! After this happened, and it was just like holy cow! It was like it was just nuts, and and that's just like every time we ever came here, we always had something happen. Mm-hmm. It was like that's why this is one of my favorite spots, is because I mean the Sheely House. The Sheely House is awesome. Don't get me wrong. It is, it's, it's also one of my favorites. It's like one of my favorite historical spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but the activity here is, is it almost never fails to, to give us something. Really? Kind of like a honey hole sort of thing? Yeah. You know, where you come in, it's like almost, a, don't want to say guaranteed to put all the pressure on it. Right. But, you know. Right. Well, I mean, like your equipment today. Yeah, we started and I've gotten errors pop up that I've never seen before right and yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised it's battery run right yeah that's I, why i keep kind of keep checking I, it i'd be so. surprised if it makes it all the way through because every time that we've ever i should have warned you about that of course i didn't know that you were bringing the really cool <laughs> mega, mega box there but uh i actually at one point took a job here with with the former owner at that point just slinging burgers just to be here more mm-hmm. and uh had like things thrown at me in the kitchen you know really? so yeah it's this, this place is uh, this place is pretty cool yeah so, as, what do you have like so you've gotten stuff thrown at you yes thrown at oh my god that's yeah that's, it, that doesn't happen very often I mean you, you would think by the TV shows it happens all the time right, yeah you know holy cow well that's not that big of a deal Jason had stuff thrown at him all the time no it doesn't really happen all the time it's right. very rare and for stuff like that to happen on such a regular basis is, is a boon for any investigator yeah so yeah is that so you know most of the stuff or most of the stuff that you heard is it usually around night time or because we're here in the morning obviously anytime you know? okay. I mean you know and that's that's another thing with investigations like you go when the activity happens yeah you know and I think the big reason why investigations tend to happen at night is, is is because things settle down at night and you're more aware. Mm-hmm. I mean, during the daytime, there's so much hustle and bustle excuse me, going on around you that just like you don't pick up on things as easily. Right. So, but if somebody says, hey, I've got something going on in my house at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm going to go at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at not three o'clock in the morning the, the quote-unquote witching hour right you know because i mean if i'm not going to see anything why would i want to go there then right so i want to because you mentioned this in your uh interview in qw the the water factor mm-hmm. uh obviously with the river chippewa river right over here and, correct and you is it would you call it a theory uh kind of or your your, your thought on like you know because of water maybe being a reason why there's quite a bit of activity in Chippewa Falls? Well, I think, you know, water is the key to life. I, literally, uh, we need it to survive. And I, but I also think that water has a lot of properties that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're still coming up with new, quote-unquote, forms of water if you, you know, read the news and everything. And I think that water, it does act like a battery for spiritual activity. And this area is full of water. I mean, it's just insane how much water. I mean, over at um, my brother's store, uh, he, he's he got, like, water just percolating out of the ground. And we were in the middle of that drought in the summertime, but his he couldn't keep the backyard of his, of his store uh, dry. Really? Because it was just seeping through the ground. 
Wow. So uh, water is very pervasive in this area, and I think that it, it drives a lot of the activity that we have around here. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just going to throw out, this might be a stupid question for yeah. you, but, you know, obviously Chippewa has gone under a lot of renovations. Yeah. Does, and you hear, like... Oh, I, you know, the, the renovation factor. Oh, for that. sure. Does that kick up stuff? It does. It does. Uh, I, you know, spirits get upset that you're, that you're messing with their stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, just like if, if someone came into your house and started tearing up your new flooring, you know, and mm -hmm. then, then you're going to get upset. Right. And, you know, but, and so the, the spirits have to figure out a way to... Uh, let you know that they're they're not happy with the changes that you're making mm -hmm. so uh, they will they will do so they will make themselves known i want to i know a lot about this brand so i'm like picking this brand oh no here. That's, that's great uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted to get your your opinion on because for anybody who maybe watches a lot of shows or reads stuff do you hear about like residual mm -hmm. hauntings where it's kind of like a tape recorder that plays back and forth right you know right. kind of the same thing but then, you know, that almost seems like is that just energy stuck in a loop sort of thing? Yes, absolutely. Just like a VHS tape. Right. It'll never change. It'll always be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I did the Sheely House, I think, has uh, got both residual and intelligent haunt. Uh, Annie, Annie, ugh, Annie Sheely lived there for, what, uh, between 05 and 81, so 76 years. You know, you got to believe that she left an impression, even if it isn't necessarily her spirit mm -hmm. hanging out there, that her essence has has made its mark into that into that house. Mm -hmm. Like even like back in the day, um, my when my first father-in-law, after he passed away, his like you could feel his essence in the house, and people even said that you could see him outside tending to his garden even though you know he's gone yeah they, they, they said that there were mornings where they would wake up and through the fog they could see him out in his garden or out in his front yard tending to his flowers and everything else mm -hmm. people leave traces of themselves right you know Gettysburg is a perfect example of that too people go out there and and see battalions of soldiers wash right through them like they're not even there it's because it's a recording they, they don't actually there's no sentience behind it it's just mm -hmm. a recording and it, they just there's no recognition of anything there other than themselves so the, the thing and I don't know if it's to me it's like okay so you mentioned the intelligent and and the residual that almost sounds like it's it's two different types of hauntings, right? So is it like absolutely. two different types of spirits, if, if, if that makes sense? Well, absolutely. I mean, okay. it, it's the difference between, say, uh, watching, like, Tupac on DVD or Tupac mm -hmm. in in, uh, in hologram form. Yep. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it actually, it, it's actually, those two are almost the same. I mean, it would be like, you know, watching... You know somebody in hologram form and then watching them in real life mm -hmm. i mean the hologram obviously is a recording real life is is that and, and that's kind of like the difference between residual and, and and intelligent intelligent there's actually something there some kind of intelligence like you see a spirit you wave at it it waves back at you mm -hmm. um you know or it turns like the tv on or off or the a plate goes flying across the room no wait that's my first wife <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry Shelly <laughs> um, no but, but seriously uh, there, there's a big difference because again residual is recording and there's, there's absolutely nothing behind it other than just 
pure energy mm-hmm. where the you know if you believe that ghosts or, or spirits are the the essence of of a living human being and now you know here in just that form then that's really the, the the key difference right and that's what i think something that always kind of maybe confused me a little bit because you hear the residual then you hear the intelligence it's like so is there two different types oh yeah and i it feels like maybe a lot of people don't kind of make that difference you know on the shows right. or something like that oh absolutely there, you well know? you know but even on the shows the good ones mm-hmm. anyway we'll make that different you know we'll we'll show like as much as i hate hate to hand it to them you know like uh, i was watching ghost nation the other day and uh i mean he jason that on that show makes a distinct difference between you know we think this is residual versus mm-hmm. this is an intelligent haunt which I mean, I think is awesome, and actually, I, I have to hand that show props because you know, with Ghost Hunters, the way they went down the line, toward the end, it was. I mean, you have to believe almost everything they had was faked. Right. And it was just, and, and they're always showing activity. They always have stuff going on. In, in Ghost Nation, there it's more. You don't get as much artificial. I mean, yes, they have a lot of story built in by the producers, but you don't have as much fake activity going on and they'll even say oh we didn't have anything happen last night and that was the beginnings of ghost hunters too yeah, right yeah, yeah that's where i really liked it because yeah there would be episodes where there was nothing right you know nothing or they debunked it right you know sort of thing but you're right and then later years it was like well you're guaranteed to see something right every single time well and yeah. see that's what really kind of ruined it for for us as real investigators is the fact that you go into people's houses and, and they want you know yeah where this is haunted Right, I, I saw it on a ghost hunter seventeen times. It's, <laughs> it's got to be haunted, and I know you 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 have a mouse in the wall, you know, and, and, and he, he's scratching around. No, oh, it can't be. I said, guarantee, put traps out, and and they don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. They, they they actually want to hear that their house is haunted, which, you know, go back twenty years, nobody wanted a haunted house. Now, right, everybody wants a haunted <laughs> house. Right, exactly. Do you have any? I'm kind of curious about the uh, the trip tour. Okay. Because you meant, I mean, you said 16, 17 years you've been doing it. I'm kind of curious how that developed. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a funny story. So, uh, one of my, another one of my best friends, two of my best friends are named Brad. Uh, that's why my son is named Brad. <laughs> Which gets really confusing when we all get together. Although convenient to us. Hey, Brad. <laughs> anyway, uh, the one Brad is a big historian for downtown Chippewa, well, for Chippewa, period. And Brad, Brad and I were walking downtown and he's pointing out this building and that building and the other building and this is, and really pointing out some cool stuff, which, you know, this was way back in the day. And I'm, by, by all, everything in my imagination up to that point was this town's boring. This town, you know, I mean, it's a little Chippewa Falls, there's 14,000 people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was here, there was a bowling alley and uh, a bowling alley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were famous on David Letterman for being having the highest teen pregnancy rate in the country. Uh, <laughs> so that kind of gives you an idea of what was going on in Little Chippewa Falls. Um, but anyway, uh, he's pointing out all these things in the, in the town, and I'm like, okay. Uh, you know that's really cool, and then I have a, I have a few haunted stories. So then I started raking up some more, and I started doing a lot more research into it. 
spent a lot of time at the Historical Society digging up old newspaper articles, old books, and, and everything else. And uh, then I went in, around the country a little bit and did tours in Chicago and in New York and Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. Um, has their own haunted tour, which is really cool. Um, and down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Anyway, got all these ideas from the, all these other tours and you know and put together this tour. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been it's been great. Yeah, excellent. It's been very successful. Would you say right? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. We sell out a lot. I, mm-hmm. This year's been a little little hairier. We had the one where actually <laughs> Friday the thirteenth it rained. Yeah. Um, but even after I said, hey, we might cancel this, you, you could pick a different date, we had more people sign up, which was weird. Uh, and then this weekend, actually, they're calling for snow. Mm-hmm. And after the bet on WQOW, I had 10 more people sign up. And I'm just like, okay, all right, pe- people aren't scared. Right, exactly. <laughs> Can I add, add, maybe add to it? I'm curious, I guess, if, you know, if people want to get involved with that, how do they? It involved in... And, and as far as you know, scheduling a tour, being, you know, being a part oh. of it. Well, you know, as far as the tour goes, I mean, we have tomorrow and, and Halloween left this year. Okay. We, we only do tours in October now. It used to be, call us up and we'll do it. Gotcha. But uh, one, I mean, that was kind of hit or miss and was really kind of janky. And then we started doing where we did it throughout the summer, but even that became like not not a hundred percent effective. So we just we just do it now in October, right? And prime time. Um, every saturday in october and then like in this case it was a friday the 13th we'll also do one on like paranormal day in, in may and mm-hmm. um and if there's another friday the 13th during the year we'll, we'll do it on that day but other than that uh just just october for the most okay. part so i know you've mentioned Sheely. obviously we're here at, at brass rail any other in Irvin, Irvine, mm-hmm. any other Chippewa Falls ones that kind of, you know, off the top of your head? I know you've written a couple books. I've gotten, uh, you know, them too. So, right. um, I mean, at the Ritz, you got here in the Brass Lantern, you've got, uh, ironically, there's a lot of bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't know, again, if that speaks to Chippewa Falls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Say, we drink and we fornicate. That's <laughs> pretty much what we do here. Uh, because um, yeah, the, the you know the other few places that I can think of are, are also bars, and, and uh, I don't necessarily have permission to talk about them, right. so I can't yep. necessarily bring them up. But uh, and then there are some private residences. I lived in one here in downtown Chippewa that was that was very haunted. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, uh, the the landlord when we came to them one time was like they got really wide eyed because. They were afraid that we were going to move out because nobody lived in the south for very long, from what I understand. Like they, they would move in, and they would say, "Oh, f this," and right. move out again. We lived there for ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they were happy as as pie with us because it was like, "Holy cow!" But this place was definitely had had a lot of activity in it. And, uh, we actually used it as a training ground. Okay. Uh, for for the team, uh, we uh, I hate the fact that we gave it up, but this house was also so old that it had like this huge boiler down in the basement. It cost like a thousand dollars a month to heat this house oh, in the winter time, and and uh, when we bought our own house, it was kind of like you know it's like 
yeah, it's time to get out of this. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, as much as we love this place, it was actually kind of weird now that I'm thinking about it because it was almost painful to leave. I was like, it was almost like the house was like wanting us to stay and like, mm -hmm. like it was it was weird, but uh, and I still drive by it. Go. Hmm. <laughs> what do you? What would you say? I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, like investigate, because I've seen you with the equipment, you know, in hand. What do you think is the most effective one? You know, I personally am a big fan of EVP. Mm -hmm. I can't say that I've caught a lot of video over the years uh, or, or photography, and, and I don't know how much I believe in, in a lot of photography. I've got a few snaps that I would say are quote-unquote suspect, but... I, I really love EVP. Mm -hmm. I, I've got a lot of it. Um, and of all the different things you could do, although I also like the laser grid. Um, we adopted that years back and had some interesting uh, results with that where like, there was a house that we investigated in Minnesota that uh, literally like, you saw something dancing. Mm. And the and the thing is, it's crazy thing is, I had video footage of that, and it disappeared. I have no idea where it went. It like it, it baffles me to this day. It actually it frustrates me because I felt like this was like, this is definitive proof, or at least in my mind. And right. You give it to somebody else, they're like, well, you know, bleh. right. But but to me, this was proof, and I, and I can't find it now. Right. Uh, what do you think is the biggest mistake investigators make? Watching too many episodes of Ghost Hunters and thinking you could do this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I recently had some people come to me and they're like, you know, well, we already did all this uh, all this stuff ourselves. I was like, well, why would you do that yourself? Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't know what you're messing with. You know, it's just like, right. don't, don't, don't whip out a Ouija board until you're going to make contact with something. You know, it's right. like, you know, I, I'm not saying what I do takes a lot of, like learning or whatever, but I have a lot of learning. I, I, I've spent years reading books before TV was even a thing. You know, I was like, I, I read, I learned, I talked to people that, that have been doing this before I got into it. You just can't hop into it because you went on Amazon and bought an audio recorder and, and, right. and uh, watched. 17 episodes of Ghost Hunters. Yeah, or those kits they sell now all over the place. See, I don't even pay attention to that. So I, yeah. I guess maybe, I, I, I think I've seen them, but... Yeah, it's like got like an EMF in there, you know, temperature, laser temperature thing well, see, and all that. And well, here, okay, so I'm glad you brought up EMF. EMF is such a crazy thing, okay? Mm -hmm. Because, like, for instance, back in the day when we investigated this place, this, um, this place at that time... I should have brought my gear, I, 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 just because we're here. But um, this place wasn't well grounded, like like electricity wise. So EMF was just crazy in here, and then mm -hmm. the, the cooler back here was just insane. I mean, it was. I mean, no wonder there was like activity because the the EM just spiked. Mm -hmm. But it's because it's coming from the wiring. It's not because of ghosts. Right. And a lot of people don't know the difference or, or are trained to know the difference or they'll see a spike and they won't come to realize, well, yeah, it spiked because uh, 
Johnny just turned on a light on upstairs, so now we've got electricity coursing through here. Mm-hmm. But they just, ooh, look, a ghost. And they, right. No, no. I mean, I, I don't like to poo-poo things, but at the same time, I don't go around calling things ghosts that aren't ghosts. I, I want right. I want to know logically what, what's going on. Right. And it gives you more credibility that right. way, too. Exactly. You know, so can you talk about your creepiest or scariest one? Or one of yours? Okay, so which one do you want? Do you want... So I've got three. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I we'll do a choose your own adventure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will always tell you I'm more scared of the living than the mm-hmm. dead. I've you've told me that before. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I I have the living story. I have the well the story one of the episodes that we did on the haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably one of these. I don't want to call it scarier because, but it was definitely interesting. And then the third story was not so much paranormal; was just the conditions that these people lived in. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, "How can you live like that?" Right. Uh, I'm actually going to touch on that one real quick, and then I'm going to tell you the, the haunted one. Cause, Perfect. That's where I was going to pick okay. up. Yep. Okay. So with that one. This, these people's house was so disgusting that we, we got within 20 feet of their house and you could smell cat urine oh. 20 feet away from their house. They opened the door and it like, oh, it hit you. Okay, so long story short, their house is completely, utterly disgusting. I went to go down to the basement and the lady's like, don't go down the basement. It's, it's disgusting down there. It's, it's scary. And I'm like... Okay, and I go down in the basement, and this basement is not finished. It's all dirt wall, all dirt floor. It is the cleanest part of the house. <laughs> so, you sound a little frustrated about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was the first investigation where we ever said, uh, we're just going to set all our gear up, and we want everyone to leave. We're just going to let it record for a little while. Uh, <laughs> and then, it, okay, i got to tell this story. I'm sorry. So when we first get in there, they're in there making a pizza, okay? And she goes and she pulls this, uh, she pulls the pizza out of the oven and she sets it on the, on the stove and she's looking around uh, at the counter. Now the counter is full of plates and bottles and, and, and oddly enough, cleaning materials. <laughs> uh, but going all over the counter and, and finally she finds the pizza cutter. And it looks like it still has remnants on it. Mm-hmm. So she starts looking around the counter again, and she finds a towel. And she smells the towel. Says, oh, my God. Smells clean enough. She says out loud. Ooh. Proceeds to clean off the pizza cutter. Starts to cut the pizza. And then goes, oh, are you guys hungry? No, thank you. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, so, so then we, we were like, okay, everyone out. And... I am hungry. Yeah. Okay, so this was a little little rinky-dink town. I really can't say where, because otherwise I'm sure they'll pick up on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, there, there was one place in town to eat. It was a bar. We went there, and I got this captain's platter. It's like just huge, <laughs> and and I turn around with my captain's platter, and there's the family standing there. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! After I told them I wasn't hungry, I turned down their pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. So let's talk about the, the the haunted haunted. Okay. So as most of 
anyone who knows me and the the TV shows I've been on, the, the house in Augusta, Wisconsin, um, is probably one of the craziest houses that I've ever investigated. Uh, there, in particular, there was one room in the house where I could not sit for more than five minutes all by myself. I was like, I would like almost physically get ill and go, all right, I either got to get out or I need someone to come sit with me, which is weird to say. You know, it's like, I need someone to sit with me. Right. I mean, yeah. And, but the thing is, is like, we could never figure out why it was haunted, okay? I mean, we have a ton of EVPs, and then there was another family that moved in after a, uh, after we, uh, after the owner that we originally were with, they moved in, and they did EVPs, and they had the same voice on their EVPs that, on the, as the EVPs that we did. So in a way, that was sort of like confirming for us, you know, and, but at the same time, you know, when we were trying to do research on it, A, we were told there was a certain day, I'd have to look at our notes again. There was a certain day that, uh, that something may have happened in town or at that house, and we can't find the newspapers for it. Mm. Um, we went to the Mondovi, Mondovi, <laughs> oh my goodness, where did Mondovi come from? Uh, the Augusta Library, and they didn't have it. So then we went to the Eau Claire Library, they didn't have it. So then we sent a request to the Madison Library who had copies. They said it burned down when, when the old library, the old uh, stacks burned down back in the day. So they don't have a copy. I can't find a copy of this particular newspaper to save my life. Now, that is either just a huge coincidence, uh, which honestly probably is, but at the same time, it builds up that whole conspiracy theory, you know. Right. Like I, I hear the X-Files like playing in my head right now, the, the theme music. Um, there was a thought we had, we had a psychic come through and, and they had a thought that there was um, an illegitimate child that was born. Um, and the, the, the house there was actually built by one of the founders of the town and was actually owned by the family until sometime, I think, in the 1930s. Um, we think that there was an, or the psyche thinks that there was an illegitimate um, baby brought into the world and was hidden there along with the mother uh, and that the baby, maybe even the mother, may have even, like, have passed away. Mm. Um, but again, this is nothing that we can substantiate. And, right. and we've been digging, and to be honest, I, I, I put it on the back burner for, for the longest time, um, just because it seemed like nobody wanted to talk about it. The, the house is like Augusta's dirty little secret. Uh, when, when asking some of the town folks, some of the town folks, no, granted, they, they may have been in the same spirit of, of Chippewa Falls, but he may have been a little inebriated. Um, <laughs> But he said, you know, you shouldn't ask about that house. You should burn that house down. You know, I was oh, just geez. like, okay. oh, cool. Strong. That's strong. Yeah. 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 Um, but but not not an unusual response for that house. A lot of people kind of hmm. like, like, yeah, that house is evil. Just, hmm. It's weird. Yeah. 
Interesting. We only got a few minutes left here. Brandon, do you have any uh, other things off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head, no. no. It's very interesting. Yeah. You got anything else you want to say? Oh, we got to go surprise. Oh, we got a surprise? Oh, yeah. We got a surprise. We definitely got to talk about this. Okay. What is this? Well, okay. Let me, let me, let me start this off by... I can't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a heart condition. I'm on a heart, I'm, I'm blood thinner, so I can't drink. Although, I, for this occasion, I, I, I got some man cave light. Did you? Oh, oh. nice. And I like it. Yeah. I, if, 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 uh, if there was ever anything you could call beer, that's beer. Nice. Beer. Okay? I yeah. Like, I drank, I was like, beer. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is beer. All right. So with that in mind, uh, this is. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, oh. that is a green and gold uh, cupcake from uh, Joseph's Cup Cheesecake. A well, read it, Brandon. That would be the Dan Casper's Man Cave Light in, Light Infused Apple Cheesecake. Uh, that cupcake. is amazing. Ooh. Yep. I, so the apple was my idea. We, I was sitting there swishing man cave light around in my in my gullet, and I'm like, "What's gonna go well with thank you thank with you. Uh, with this? What would pair well?" And um, Braunschweiger doesn't pair well, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> but uh, apple just see. I, I tried berry, and I was berry's okay, but uh, apple seems to be. Wow, what, what like hit me best when when I was trying this? So I'm gonna dive in right yeah, away, man. Yeah, definitely. This is. I haven't tried this one yet. He he just concocted this uh, in the past couple days. We set this down. Hopefully, he doesn't make a huge noise. Oh be setting it My wife's gonna be jealous. No, I don't know as a Viking fan if I'm gonna give my team some bad juju by uh, eating a green gold cupcake. <laughs> but I figure my team already has enough of it over the years, so it can't get much worse. I tell you what, you know what? I can get grab another one from the store later. I'm gonna give you this one to give your wife. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh thank you. Yeah, because she talks because she works in Chippewa, so she's been down there. Oh, cool. A few times. Yeah, give that to her. Well, thank uh, you. And I'll, I'll stop by and get me one later. This is awesome. Good. I'm glad you like it. Dive in, man. That apple's good. I, I yes. See, I squirted a little bit of apple flavoring into Very good. into mm-hmm. the into the beer, and I was like, "Oh, that is just uh, that is perfect." Um, I'm gonna post this quick, or take a picture of that. But oh my goodness! Wow. Camera, there you go. <laughs> Technology's fine. Right. So to wrap it up here, this was awesome. Um, very good. Shout out to your brother too, Joseph's Cheesecake. Yeah. Now, he's in the back. Yep. Has he seen anything? Can he say? You know, so I talked to him um, a couple days ago, and he really hasn't had anything happen here. Okay. Uh, he's been here four years now. His name's Dustin. He's a good guy, uh, but he personally hasn't had anything happen. Okay. Uh, I was actually hoping you know, to get some more stories because I'm trying to rewrite Haunted Chippewa Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, he personally hasn't had anything, but uh, it sounds like maybe a couple of his bartenders may have had some things happen. And, and obviously, people come through here on a regular basis with their own stories, so. right? Exactly. So, where can people buy your books? Where are they? Where, where are some locations that they can pick them up? 
Joseph's so. Cheesecake. Perfect, there you go. <laughs> uh, Amazon. The Amazon. Um, pretty much right now, it's it. I really, okay. I, I was so busy in real life that I haven't been able to go out and self-promote my books and, and right. put it out in places. Uh, but, I mean, obviously the, the family business and, and mm-hmm. online, they just, they print them up as people order it. So it's... Right. Yep. And and also, if you come out on the tour, I also sell them on the tour. So Okay. I know I've got all of them, so, and they're very good, so check them out. And I just, you know, the way you kind of tell stories, too, it's very well done. Thank very you. well done. Yeah. And, so. and which is also why I want to rewrite Haunted Chippewa Falls, because, I mean, you know, God, God rest my, my co-writer, but he, uh, a co-author, but he he's also a good yarn spinner, and he's just done a good wordsmith. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I really want to rewrite it, dedicate it to him, but I want it to be my work. And because I think I could just put a better spin on it. Right. I only got about a minute left, so I'll ask you this. Do you have a Holy Grail place that you want to check out and investigate? Uh, that is a great question. You know, I guess Waverly's kind of the, you know, the, but, but the thing is I hate those kind of places because it's pay to play and I really, I don't feel like I should have to pay. Right. You know, it's like, this, I do this, this is me, this is my gig and, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have to pay to be here. Right. But I mean, I guess if I have to, I will. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to check out Gettysburg. Gettysburg, yeah. That would be just something, you know. For sure. You see these weird videos. I don't know if they're actually real or not on, on the internet. And it's like, holy shit. Right, you know, right. Because you can clearly tell, okay, that's a soldier. Right. You know, walking through or something. Like exactly. That. So, I have not seen a ghost yet, but I want to. So, if you ever go on an investigate, I might have to tag along I'll, one of these times. I will let you know if I know somewhere where it's a guarantee. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, come on, look at my last name. I got to see one. Right, right. exactly. So, I mean, exactly. I got to see one. So, dude, appreciate it, man. Appreciate you. Chris, right, right on. This man. was a lot of fun. So, appreciate it. And then uh, we're going to go, we got to do this again soon, not have a couple years in right. between. Right, exactly. Sort of exactly. thing. So, happy Halloween, dude. Same to you, man. <laughs>